What's happening, folks? I am Alicia Henley, aka The Smooth Factor. Welcome to my Crash Pad. This is a podcast for technologists, creatives, and my techie tribe. On it, we'll be going behind the scenes and looking at some of the latest technologies that drives incredible experiences. And of course, we'll have open discussion on the challenges, success, and the designs of these spaces. So without further ado, let's hop into this week's episode. Going to the local theme park is one of my fondest childhood memories. Riverside, which is now Six Flags New England, was right in my backyard growing up, and it was one of the most exciting places to enjoy water rides in the summertime. But on this episode, we're talking about one epic family vacation experience at Kalahari Resorts in Round Rock, Texas. This resort has 975 guest rooms, a gigantic water park and theme park, accompanied by a 200,000 square foot convention center. And this is all indoors. To help bridge communication throughout this large venue full of family fun was Ping HD. So today I have Dave Petrasig, Director of Channel Sales at Ping HD, to share with us what all went into this ultimate family getaway. Well, Dave, welcome to my show. Uh, this is Crash Pad Podcast, and I really call it my Crash Pad because I want you to feel like we're hanging out on the couch, having a couple of beers, talking about things that we love. So welcome to the show. I'm so happy that we actually finally get to connect in some form or fashion beyond social media. So I'm happy. To, I'm very happy to have you here today. Thank you. Happy to be here, and I love the idea and the format. So let's, uh, let's have a few beers and let's, let's talk about things. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds good to me. But today we are here to talk about one specific project. I mean, Ping has been all over the place. I mean, I even saw you guys at the Super Bowl, right? Like you were involved in a lot of things um, and keeping busy, which was great. But today we're going to talk about the Kalahari Resort down in Round Round Rock, Texas. Um, and this is an interesting facility. For one, it's, it's very big and it's an in-house like water park. There's restaurants, there's conference rooms. There's so much going on in this space. And hospitality has probably been one of the, you know, one of the biggest verticals that's been hit by COVID. And trying to see everyone getting back into uh, being open to guests in such a big environment like the resort there, um, I was excited to talk about this project and see how Ping HD came into the came into the space and really trans transformed it and made it something to where communication is being done at a very high level. Um, I've saw the video of this. People who who listen to my show know I'm always referencing a a video of some sort because I get down a rabbit hole on social media. (laughs) But I saw the video and I was I was like, this is just a huge space. And communication is the forefront of all the creativity and entertainment that's going on in this space. So for people who haven't seen the video, Dave, let's just give a, a high overview of the project and how Ping HD was uh, brought into the project. Okay. Well, it is pretty amazing that uh, Kalahari Resorts opened this park towards the end of last summer in 2020. I mean, you know, we were still in the throes of the pandemic. You know, the, the vaccines were not really in near sight at that point, but they had a schedule, they had a plan, and they needed help. And you know, this is, from what I understand, the largest water park in North America, I believe. I mean, it's it's 223,000 square foot water park, 80,000 square foot theme park, 200,000 square foot convention center, 
with four signature restaurants. Uh, so there's a lot of guests, you know, who are there to have fun in the water parks and spend the night, whether it's personal or for business. And there's a lot of meeting rooms. And, you know, they were using another CMS platform and they weren't happy. So when they were talking to Conference Technologies, uh, Inc., who's the reseller out of St. Louis who brought us in, mm -hmm. we sat down, we started to have conversations about what their needs were and how to communicate with their guests to make sure that when their guests arrive, you know, they are able to find what they needed in a number of different ways, quickly, easily, and safely, you know, you know, right. maybe even without having to talk to a person unless it was absolutely necessary. Right. So that was kind of the project and the plan from the beginning. And, you know, as we did demos and had conversations, we started to peel back the layers of the onion of our software for what our features and capabilities were to meet their needs. Gotcha. So, so when we first started the conversation a little bit before we actually hit record, we were talking about all the different technology that's in the space. It's not just signage. It's not just screens. And it's also not just content. You guys really created a full package for them to level up on communication. So let's, let's, let's pull back those layers, like you said, and really, <laughs> and really dive into it here. And, and you're right. And it's not just, you know, putting up images and videos and right. text. Okay, and you know that that's it. That's something anybody can do. You know, when you look at a CMS platform, there are certain basics we all have. You know, you better be able to put up images, videos, text. You know, layouts, playlists, scheduling. I mean, if you can't do those things, you're not a CMS platform. I mean, okay. if you can't do that, just get out of the game, right? Right. <laughs> but you know, it's the other things above and beyond that that help update your content and make it interactive so that the customer has a good experience the viewer has a good experience so as we started you know breaking it apart you know we started asking questions about you know what is it that you need to accomplish you know with your signage and the first thing that they brought up was you know that they have all these event meeting room spaces you know corporate meetings uh, what have you and they wanted a quick and easy way for their signage to be updated outside of each room with the daily events. So we do a lot of API software integration into other software platforms to pull data, to update content automatically, right. dynamic automatically updating content. So they happen to be using Amadeus Delphi and Amadeus Delphi is their event software platform that they use. We have already done the API integration into Amadeus Delphi so that when they book meetings in that software, it hits engage PhD, which, hits, which then hits the proper layout, which then updates the proper screen outside that meeting room automatically. Okay. Gotcha. So that, that was the first step. Um, that was a big, big need that they had. The other one was to have uh, menu boards, of course. You know, they've got four signature restaurants. I don't know how many other, you know, shops that they have for food and yeah. beverages, you know, along, you know, along the way. It's got to be more than just those four signature restaurants, of course. But having a way to dynamically and automatically update those menu boards as well was another big project. 
And same scenario there. We do a lot of API software integration into point of sale software platforms to pull that data as well. So that when they update the price of that cup of coffee for hmm. the cash register, it hits our software, which hits that layout, which updates that menu board. Automation. That sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> you know, and it's great. Just work. Right. And you know, it's, you know, I'm not going to say it's always, you know, set it and forget it, but you know, since that park got fully installed up and running, there's been really no issues, you know, minor things here and there, like anybody else would have, but right. it's kind of, you know, the work was done beforehand. They did their homework beforehand before making a decision to switch from another CMS platform to ours. And so they really you know, knew their pain points already. Uh, so when they came to you, they're like, hey, this is what we're trying to do creatively, content wise, and also automate. And then you guys created the package around that, around their needs and their pain points. Right. And, that, you know, that was you're exactly right, because at the beginning, of course, you're going to start with like a needs assessment or asking right. for, you know, what their what their pain points are that we need to try and help them with. And then from there, sure, we show them how we can do it, but then get it done. And the way that we got it done was with our content team. We have four full-time employees in Denver on our content team who are available for an hourly fee. And because of the schedule, because of the time crunch, because of how many other things they had to do to get that park open, they didn't have time to do all the behind the scenes work on the digital signage. Right. So, and that was not the plan from the beginning. I mean, the plan from the beginning was, all right, let's set up a network. Let's get you your licenses. Let's get you trained. Let's support you along the way. You've got a month to go before the park opens and we'll help you get it done. Well, right. things, you know, schedules change, things get delayed, priorities shift. And soon enough, we found ourselves being asked, okay, can you guys just do this for us? We right. said, sure. We said, let's get the content team on the phone and let's talk this through and design what you need and build it for you. And that also separates you from the rest too, right? Um, even from integrators, like it, it separates you from your direct competition and integrator, anybody really, because you can go in there and say, hey, this is what we can do for you. And then you can actually update the content as you like and feel free to do that. But you also have that in-house team that that creative side within your team that can really come in and be an in-house direct help to, to an end user. Absolutely. And I, I say it on every demo that I do, you know, and I do a lot of demos with resellers to introduce them to our software to see if they're interested in selling it. And if they are, I end up doing demos with them and their potential clients. And I mention that content team on every demo. And I, you know, the thing that I say on every, at that point on every demo is we have this content team because some customers, some end users have the content, some don't. Right. Some can create it, some can't. And the same goes for the channel partners. I don't care if you're a traditional VAR, a system integrator, a managed service provider, or any other type of reseller. Not every reseller can create content. Exactly. So, you know, when you throw that together and offer them that service and that support, it's something that goes a long way. And you're right, totally differentiates us from our competition. I can't think of too many others that are out there that have their own content team 
that are going to step in to help when needed. Very few, very, very few. But that's the people that I have on my show, right? The people that get the creative side and how and right. how important it is to marry that with the technology that you put in these types of spaces. Because in this case, if you didn't have one without the other, it wouldn't be as great of a success as it is. You, you wouldn't be able to marry all of these different sectors of one large facility without having the creative and the technical and the ability to do that in-house all under under one roof like that's very very slim that group of the group of people or companies that can do that is very slim and that is what excites me you don't leave you don't leave the idea or the money off the table because you can't do something and you're not just hopping in and saying oh I can do it because you want the money it's actually because you do care about it and you have the team to put that type of structure and process in place. Right. And we've got a long track record of doing that. I mean, this content team does a lot of work for the teams in the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, and the NHL. I mean, we, we have a lot of teams in all four professional sports that use our content team to help them design their concession stand menu boards or right. their wayfinding or their video wall content. And we're not a managed service provider, okay? We'll do that work, you know, for that hourly fee to help them. And for those pro sports teams, we do that for them at the beginning of every season. You know, right. when Major League Baseball was about to have opening day, you know, we got flooded with calls from the White Sox, the Cubs, the Giants, you know, and so on. And we've got about 13 teams in Major League Baseball that were calling us prior to opening day when they realized they were going to have fans in the seats. And, you know, we're not always really creating content for them, but we're helping them design the layouts, okay? Get a foundation. And, you know, get it built. And then we train them and support them throughout the season. You know, so we're not, man, we're not again, we're not a managed service provider who's doing the work for them throughout the season or for Kalahari Resorts throughout the year, you know, right. or the next three years, which is what their licenses are. But... What we can do, like you said, is we can step in and help when needed, especially if they don't have the content or if they just don't have the time. And, you know, with Kalahari Resorts, you know, we had to have our content team get on a call with them to learn more about them, who they are, what they do, what the experience is like when the guests come in the door, you know, what's the look and the feel of the park. You know, they have a theme, right? It's yeah. Kalahari Resorts. You know, yeah. There's an obvious theme there. But other than going to the website, you know, we wanted to get on a call with them to learn more about them so that when they gave us the logos, the images, the videos, we had a good idea of what to design to meet their needs. And that wasn't just for the menu boards. Um, it wasn't just for the event reader boards outside the meeting rooms. It was for the, the wayfinding right? because it's a big park, you know, yeah. and, you know. And opening, like we said, at that time, August, September of 2020, you know, a big brand new park. People, you know, want to find their way around maybe without talking to other people that much, you know, and just kind of be there and enjoy themselves. Great. Go to a wayfinding kiosk and navigate your way through the park to find that restaurant or to find that water park right. or to find the bathroom or whatever you need to find. So, it's menu boards, video walls, wayfinding, touchscreens, and meeting rooms all in one ginormous, beautiful water park. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't wait to get back to travel. I want to go to this, this 
indoor like massive water park it looks so much fun like in the video you see all the kids running around and i'm like man i want to go to this place it looks very exciting just to uh, be a part of it but also the technology that's in place it reminds you of yeah you can go and have some fun and do that safely and also Mm -hmm. have a very high level of communication even though you're not talking to a front desk person or a hostess at a restaurant whatever the case might be and that is what intrigued me about this project now from a high level from hospitality across the board how important or how valuable is you know engage phd because that software is is extremely powerful that that content management tool is and i've seen this in so many different deployments but this is the largest one that i think you guys might have been involved in uh so how valuable is it to the hospitality vertical overall and how can it heighten communication well i think this is the the largest single location you know because there's there's over there's about 105 licenses in that Kalahari Resorts uh, location. Now, as far as a larger deployment within hospitality, we do, I believe, almost every Best Western in North America. Oh, really? Yeah. So now, you know, these are single displays in the lobby, but on that display, you know, it's giving you, you know, general information about the location, you know, what's available nearby, what's available on site. It's it's a lot of information on one screen. It's not an interactive touchscreen, but it's there for you when you walk into the lobby to greet you. And that's right. the whole purpose of it. I mean, you know, most of us probably, you know, those listening to the podcast are probably business travelers to some extent. You know, we, we all, you know, enjoy traveling to some extent, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and sometimes we enjoy it more than we do other days. But I don't know about you, but, you know, sometimes when I get somewhere, you know, if I'm checking in late or if I'm it's super early in the morning, maybe I really don't want to talk to somebody. Right. You know, maybe I, I just want to be checked in. I want to find the information that I need and, you know, go on my way about my day. So... It's really just about, in my opinion, you know, helping communicate to the customer, you know, the information that they need that's going to be important to them while they're there. And I don't care if it's a water park or if it's a Best Western Hotel, right. you know, in Sioux City, Iowa or whatever. You know, if, I, if I'm, you know, flying there for a purpose and that's the place that I'm staying for the night or the next couple nights, you know, I want to get in there. I want to know what the place has to offer if I didn't look that up already, or I want to know what's nearby. And if I can get that from a digital signage display in the lobby, I'm all for it. Yeah, indeed. I mean, there's nothing worse for me walking into an unknown large place that you're excited to get in and dive into, but you don't know where to start. You don't know where to go. That's extremely frustrating. And then, like, before COVID, we would expect somebody to come and greet us. And if nobody greeted us, then we're kind of like, oh, this customer service sucks. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, right. so it's, it's even worse if you have a big, beautiful display, but it, it doesn't add value to the end user of telling them where to go or how to check in or what this exciting experience has to offer. So I feel that's the most important thing, like you said, is making sure that end user is getting the information that they want and need directly within the first few seconds. Right. And I think the best way to do it is with an interactive touch display. 
I mean, you know, what we have in Best Western is nice. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's informative, but it's not interactive. It's not touch. Now, right. we, we can do interactive and touch on our own without any help from any third-party software company. And we have a feature called Applications. It's included with the price of our software. We never price anything a la carte. I mean, nobody has to call us and say, hey, what's the price for the menu board capability? Or what's right. the price for the video wall capability? Or what's the price for, for touchscreen capability? It's one price, one software, one size fits all and does everything. So even if you're not ready to do interactive touchscreens today, the feature is there for you tomorrow. Right. But within the hospitality industry, like we're talking about, in my opinion, whether it's a Kalahari Resorts or Marriott, uh, Embassy Suites, or the best hotel you can imagine, I think the best way to communicate with people is going to be through an interactive touch display. Because within our software, that feature called applications, you're allowed and capable to build your templates and you use your templates to build your pages. And when you've built your pages, you then can link pages together off of different zones on that layout. Right. So, so you can have four different images on the layout and link each of those zones, those images, to four different pages. Okay. And this thing can just be built and built and built. It can be as extensive as you want it to be. And it doesn't matter how many templates. It doesn't matter how many pages you build. You know, it doesn't cost you extra. It's whatever your vision is for what you want the customer experience to be. And you can build that with Engage PhD and make it as interactive, as informative as you want. And also not as interactive as you want, but it's, you know, it's flexible because if you want to build, like if you're, if your building expands, it, you don't have to go in and change your whole system. You can legit just build on, continue to build within that software and within right. that interactive space and grow as large as you would like, technically. Yeah. I mean, you know, if some hotel didn't have a fitness room and they just built a brand new fitness room, so fine. On your main page for your interactive touch display, add a zone for fitness and then link that zone to the fitness page and put whatever information you want on the fitness page. And if you have subcategories on that page about fitness, you can let them drill down deeper. Yeah. So, you know, just because you've built it doesn't mean that's as far as it's going to go. You can continue to add to it as you expand and or change things. Yeah. Scalability and flexibility always win. Like, honestly, because people are like, <laughs> right. what is this, this going to cost me in the future if I if I build out? Because everybody is is always looking to grow. I don't know too many companies that are just stagnant and are OK with, you know, just being in this one space for years at a time. Something changes. Right. So scalability, flexibility, and overall of a high level for, for hospitality, interactive kiosk is basically what you're saying, is just be interactive and get people the information they need right away. Absolutely. And as far as you know, flexibility, like you said, and we talked about a little bit before we you know, started recording, mm -hmm. you know, the Kalahari Resorts project involved you know, multiple partners. Uh, it's predominantly LG WebOS displays in there, uh, but there are also Samsung Tizen displays and BrightSign media players. So, you know, we cross all platforms, you know, from all strategic partners across the board to operating systems. I mean, we do Windows, we do Chrome, we do Android. 
We do LG WebOS. We do Samsung Tizen. We do BrightSign. You know, there's really not a partner in this industry that we don't work with. So, you know, we have that flexibility as well. And it came into play and became to be very helpful on this project as well. That's been another, um, I guess, high level key point across every episode so far um, on my podcast as well, is that people either create technology or software that is basically, you know, capable to work with a handful of different partners, or they're very strategic about the partners that they work with. Either way, partnership is something that is put top tier in creating a successful project. Um, no matter who who you choose to partner with, or if you have it wide open and kind of leave it up to the end user to say, oh, hey, we have this. Okay, we can fit into this space. Um, partnership is definitely, though, a highlight of every episode that I'm thinking about it. And I think that's how our industry is going to continue to flourish. Like we have to continue to build on our partnerships and making our technology work together for the creatives, for the hospitality industry, for the, you know, corporate spaces. We all have to work together to really create these high level experiences because when we, uh, you know, get back out in the world, we want everything to really be interactive at a high level and just get out and have a good time and not worry about this touchscreen doesn't work or, you know, this doesn't work the way everybody's just going to want to have a good time. And if we put technology in place that doesn't work, then that's kind of like having that bad hostess where the customer service sucks, you know? <laughs> right. And yeah, you're exactly right. And I mean, partnerships are very important to, to Ping HD. I mean, Kevin Goldsmith, our CTO and his development team have done a phenomenal job of making us agnostic uh, yeah. because, because nobody can do everything. We all know this. I mean, you know, there are certain, unfortunately, you know, the industry is still kind of fragmented. Okay. Yeah. It is what it is. You have the display manufacturers, you have the media player manufacturers, you've got the CMS companies, you've got the kiosk people, you got the wall mount people, you got right. the ones that do both of those. And we all end up coming together. Okay. You know, I don't care if it's Samsung, LG, Peerless AV, Palmer Digital, BrightSign, AOPEN, you know, Ping HD or any other CMS flavor of choice. I mean, we all have to work together. Exactly. And if you're, if you're not, you know, agnostic, well, yeah, you're probably going to get left out, you know, yeah. some things. And that's the way it is. You know, we, we're cloud-based software. We don't do on-premise. So do we get left out of on-premise opportunities? Of course. And we, we accept that, you know, we understand that. Stay, we're okay. Yeah. We're okay with that. But, but that's why you're successful. You stay in your lane, you know your role, you partner, you know, you partner with the people that you can partner with or the companies that you can't partner with. And that's yeah. how you've successfully continued, continued to grow. And that's what, and that's what matters, right? Staying in your own yeah. lane, staying true to what works for you, because you guys are doing this successful projects across every industry, not just hospitality. So that's, that speaks volumes within itself, staying in your lane works and really building and honing in on on your niche and your sector and your partners. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, everybody has something to some extent, you know, Samsung has magic info. LG has super sign. Bright sign has bright author, you know, yeah. is it there for them to get images and videos and some other stuff to the screen? Sure. But can they do everything that we can do? No. Got to work together. 
Right. You know, we don't make screens. We don't make players. <laughs> so we end up calling them for help sometimes, and they end up calling us for help sometimes. And it's a two-way street. So that's Perfect. that's the beautiful thing about being agnostic. Indeed. Indeed. Well, Dave, like I said, I was super happy that we finally get to have a conversation <laughs> uh, beyond social media. So thanks for joining me. Uh, before I let you go, though, what is your social platform of choice where the people can find you? I am probably most active, as many people would know, on LinkedIn. Um, I, I do try to share my time between both LinkedIn and Twitter, but I'm probably more followed and more active on LinkedIn than Twitter, I think. Gotcha. Cool. Actually, well, I don't think I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to plug your, your LinkedIn and your Twitter definitely in the show notes. Um, and of course, put a link to Ping HD so they can, you know, people who might not know can just go and check out some information. Yep. Um, and I look forward to having you back because I know there's a lot of big sports events that are coming up. And I know you guys are going to be involved with that and building some awesome content. So, again, thanks for hanging out with me. And I look forward to talking to you soon. No problem. Thanks for having me. Great to finally meet. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. If you're excited to be a part of my techie tribe, make sure you download, subscribe and review this podcast. And remember to stay creative and keep it techie. Peace.